Hey there, this is Regine Corona. Welcome to Hashtag Activate Purpose, where we talk about all things related to living a life on purpose. I'm going to run the intro and I'll be right back. Hi, welcome to Hashtag Activate Purpose with Regine Corona. I'm a wife, mom, community advocate, and social entrepreneur, and I'm living a life on purpose. Join me as I talk about leaving a nine-to-five career to step into purpose and what it takes to discover your purpose, transform your life around that purpose, and create a purpose-driven business. See, I believe that when we find purpose and activate it in our lives, we are able to find greater joy in the work that we do and have greater impact in the world. When we live in purpose, we can create, inspire, innovate, serve, and make money doing what we love. Let's talk all things purpose. In this episode, we're going to talk about the SMART goal setting process. Many of you may have already heard of SMART, but for those of you who haven't, let's start with what the SMART acronym stands for. Specific. Being clear on the goals helps you to take action on them and actually achieve them. Measurable helps you to determine if and when your goal is complete and allows measurement of progress during and after completion. Achievable or actionable, you're able to achieve and have control over the process of the goal. Realistic, it has to be realistic and something that you can truly accomplish. Time bound, if it's not attached to a time frame, you'll never get it done. So going through the process of setting SMART goals is an iterative process. You're going to find that you're going over your goals multiple times and you're making changes as you apply the different components of the SMART process. And I want to encourage you in the process. Give yourself grace and definitely don't get frustrated. Each time you refine your goals, you'll gain a better understanding of them, and then you will be able to have them planted deeper inside of you so that you can truly own them. So let's take a deeper look at each of the components of SMART. Let's start with specific. A couple of episodes back, I talked about what distracts people from being able to successfully achieve their goals. I also talked about the struggles associated with goal setting. Many people struggle at the onset of goal setting simply because they don't make specific enough goals. The more specific your goals are, the easier it will be to achieve them. And then you'll have clarity on them so that it's easier for you to make life decisions that affect the goals and affect your ability to achieve the goal, as well as you'll know exactly what you're trying to achieve. As you begin to think about your goals, I want you to ask yourself a few questions. Starting with the most obvious, which is, what goal do you want to accomplish? Next, I want you to ask, why is the goal important to you? If you can't attach a why to the goal, then you're more likely to forfeit the goal and not stay committed. Then I want you to ask, What do you need in order to accomplish the goal? What resources do you need? Do you need access to people? Do you need access to funding? Do you need access to um, locations? So what is it that you need in order to accomplish the goal? And then finally, what obstacles might get in the way of you accomplishing the goal? 
Next, there's measurable. So if you can't measure the goal, then it never really happened. Um, if you can't prove that you completed it, then you didn't actually complete it. I know it sounds a little strange, but that's just the way that it is. And the only way you know that you've completed it is if you can measure your progress on it. It's important that you make it measurable. That simply means that you're going to attach some type of quantifiable number to it. So it has to be something that you can go back and look at and say, um, for example, I want to lose five pounds in the next 90 days. Well, that's very measurable because if I know that I want to lose five pounds and I get to the end of my goal setting period and I've only lost three pounds, guess what? I didn't achieve the goal. And I would then have to look at how come I didn't achieve the goal. I lost three pounds, but I didn't lose five pounds. Was my goal really unrealistic? Was it um, not really actionable? Were there other factors that came into play? So it's taking a look at what you actually accomplished in the goal itself and how you can measure. Now, most times you want to measure with numbers because that's the easiest thing to do. But as a purpose coach, a transformational coach, I also tell people that it's reasonable to set a goal where you're looking at, instead of uh, quantitative, which is based on numbers and quantity, um, instead of looking at quantitative measurements, you could look at qualitative measurements. And quality, qualitative measurements um, come from the word quality, and it's based on observation, based on change. So if you are looking for change in your life and you're looking for transformation of some kind, it may be reasonable to set a goal that demonstrates that you've had change or transformation through your work in the goal in the period of time that you set in the goal. And so that's a little bit trickier because it's a little harder to measure, but absolutely you can measure whether you implemented a habit that now has taken hold and it has caused you to have less stress in your life. It has caused you to gain more time with your children or more time with your spouse. Whatever it is, that is more qualitative versus quantitative, but it is still measurable. It's just measurable by observation and by testimonial versus um, by a number. So I just wanted to point that out that that is reasonable, I believe, to put um, in your goal setting process. The next area is actionable or achievable. Is the goal something that you can take action on? So we can't control fate. We can't control what happens or what other people do. And so when we create our goals, as much as possible, we want the goals to be controlled by ourselves, not by external factors or by outside uh, influencers. 
And so as much as possible, we want the goal to be within our control. Uh, for example, if you said, if you set a goal that said, I want to win the lottery, well, that would be a great thing. However, <laughs> that is totally out of your control and is based on luck and ha happenstance and very, very, very low statistics of winning. So it's not something that you can actually take action on and control. Yes, you can buy a ticket, which will increase your chances of winning because if you don't buy a ticket, you won't win at all, right? But you, outside of that, you really can't control what happens. And so you can get frustrated in the process. If you create goals that are similar to that, where they're very dependent on something outside of your control, then it's not really effective goal setting. So you want to make sure that your goals are actionable and they're achievable by you and that they are something that you can do something about, that you can take action on, and it's within your control. One important thing that coaches normally point out as well is that when you write action-oriented goals, you, it tends to encourage you to write goals that are active and not passive. And when your goals are active, you are more likely to accomplish them. The next component is realistic. So it's really important that you feel good about the goals that you set. You want to own those goals. And you don't want them to be someone else's goals and desires for you. You want them to be your own goals. They need to come from you. You need to own them. That's the only way that you're going to commit to them and to stay in the process with them. And so making sure that they're realistic is really, really important because here's what happens. When you set yourself up to achieve unrealistic goals, you are highly likely to fail. Now, you might be able to push yourself to get there, and that's a great thing, but many people won't be able to push themselves, especially if they're new to goal setting. And so, the more likely thing that will happen is you'll miss the mark, you'll miss the goal, you won't make it, you'll get frustrated in the process, and then you'll start to self-judge and you'll start to doubt yourself and that you know negative chatter that happens in our heads sometimes will begin to crop up and all of a sudden what you're doing is you're talking yourself out of the goal setting process. And before you know it, you will have abandoned your goals and then you're no longer committed to the goals or the process. You forfeit them and you abort them. And I don't want to see that happen. So it's very, very important that you are true to yourself and you create goals that are realistic. Now, I also encourage people to set stretch goals. And the way that you can handle this is you set your realistic goal and then you can set a stretch goal. So one example of this would be setting a goal to lose 40 pounds in a 12-month period. And you break that down to 10 pounds per month. 
But if you really need to lose, more, or I'm sorry, 10 pounds per quarter, but if you really need to or want to lose more than that, what you can do is set a stretch goal for yourself where you strive to go a little bit above what your, your realistic goal is. And if you make it great, if you don't, it's okay. It's just there to stretch you and to push you outside of your comfort zone, but it's not there to create stress for you. So if you're unable to do it, don't worry about it. Focus on the realistic goal and, and set the, the stretch goal to the side. But the stretch goal is a nice to have, and if you find that you're going above the realistic goal and you're meeting the stretch goal, it actually adds this level of motivation that encourages you to keep going. So make sure that your goals are realistic and that you are able to actually achieve them, that you're not setting yourself up for failure, and then if you feel brave enough, set a stretch goal. But if you have three to five goals, which is what I encourage, then I would only recommend that you set one stretch goal. Pick one of the areas that you're setting goals for in your life and make only one a stretch goal. Now let's look at time bound. So you want your goals to have a time associated with them. The timeline actually helps you to stick to the goal. If you don't have a timeline associated with it, then as I mentioned earlier, it's going to drop on the priority list. You aren't gonna focus on it and you actually aren't going to achieve it. But if you give yourself a, a time frame then you're constantly checking against the time frame. You know how much time you have left to complete the goal. You're able to measure in the process on the journey of completing the goal. You're able to look at your measurements and measure where you are, and that will help you to determine whether you're going to meet the, the deadline or not for that goal. Now, I do recommend that you set goals with ranges. You, it, it, if you use the, the concept of minimum, target, and then extraordinary or stretch. So here's where we bring stretch goals back into play. Your stretch goal may not be um, to stretch beyond your abilities or to make it a little bit um, more challenging in that way, it might be that you're going to make it more challenging in terms of the time frame. So you take your realistic goal and you say, I'm going to create a stretch goal, meaning I'm going to complete that in a shorter period of time than what my target is. So this is a great way to encourage yourself to have momentum, to work harder, to accomplish the goal. But again, giving yourself grace, if you find that you are challenged with the goal, don't keep 
trying to hit the stretch goal, just simply try to stay in the range of either the minimum or the target. The minimum is a little more um, easy. It actually should be relatively easy for you to achieve. So it sets a level that's easily achievable. Um, and then that way, when life throws unexpected challenges at you, um, or if life throws positive opportunities at you, you can adjust and be flexible and you can pivot where necessary. And then your target is where, that's your ideal. So if the, the target is 12 months, that's your ideal. And maybe your stretch goal is nine months. Maybe your easy to achieve is actually a little bit longer than 12 months. Maybe it's 15 months. So you have to kind of play around with that, see what works for you, but look at using a goal range versus just setting one singular uh, date, which kind of locks you in and may make you feel more stressed. And because I am a purpose life coach, I'm all about living your life on purpose and doing it where you are increasing your quality of life, not stressing yourself out. And I've lived through that myself. I have created goals that were stretch goals, and I typically have been a type A personality. I like to say I'm recovering from being a type A personality and a perfectionist. But for many, many, many years, I was caught in that cycle of setting goals and then feeling so stressed trying to complete them that one, if I completed the goal, I was so exhausted at the end of the goal that I couldn't even celebrate my achievement. Or two, I failed miserably because it was just too much. It was too much along with other life things that I had going on. And truth be told, in the end, the stress created generally some type of physical or emotional strain as well. So I want to warn against that. I don't want you to go through the goal setting process and to create this um, scenario where you become frustrated, you become stressed. That's not what we're trying to achieve. We are all about creating a healthy, purposeful, thriving balanced life for you. And so goals should be your friends. Um, goals should be the things that help you to accomplish that purposeful life, not work against you and set you up for failure. A couple of other things that I want to touch upon before we finish this episode. One is making sure that your goals are stated in the positive. So we tend to focus on what we don't want versus what we want. So just make sure that when you're writing your goals, you're staying on the positive. You're focusing on what you want to achieve. The other thing is stating it in present tense. When we state things in present tense, the, it helps the brain to assume that you're going to be successful. So an example of this would be on the 30th of September, I have healthy fingernails. 
I have a new job, I'm running a mile in eight minutes, whatever the goal is, but you're stating it in the present tense. I talked about this a little bit before, and you hear me talk about this in my other episodes. Because I'm a purpose coach, I talk about your why. Your why is so important. So make sure that you have explored your why as you're looking at the creation of your goals. Your why is going to help you stay excited about your goals and it's going to help you stay connected to your goals and push through any challenges that might come up. It's going to help you persevere. Um, I also want you to make sure that your goals are in line with your values and I'm hoping that you've done the work around knowing what your values are and especially knowing what your core values are. If you haven't, I will post a link in the transcript notes or in the the podcast notes that will lead you to a, a worksheet that will help you go through and examine your values and your beliefs. And then from there, you can make sure that your goals are connected to those values. Because when our goals are connected to our values, Again, that leads back to our why, and it makes it just so much more relevant and important to us, and it makes it, it makes us more motivated to actually persevere and stay on path to completing our goals. Um, I also want to just touch upon what we feel when we fail to achieve a goal. Uh, especially if you're a type A personality, if you're a perfectionist. I know, as I mentioned, I, I went through this. I go through this still sometimes. When you don't meet the goal, it can be frustrating and it can be painful. And I just want to remind you not to let goal setting be one more stressor in your life. Goal setting should be something that accentuates and enhances your your life. It should be a supplement to living your life on purpose. Um, You can certainly live a life on purpose without having goals, but here's the thing. You aren't going to achieve as much. You aren't going to be as successful as you would be if you had the goals in place if you were habitually creating goals and going after those goals. So just remember, this is a process. And if you are new to it, or if you are someone who has sort of gone in and out of the goal setting process with some success, some failures, and you've kind of dipped your toe in in and out and you've never actually gone fully in, Um, this is advice for you as well. Don't get so caught up in the process where you get frustrated when you don't achieve the goal. Just simply recognize it for what it is. Recognize it as part of your growth and part of your journey and continue to stay consistent and committed to the process. Don't give up on it. I know, again, this is something that I experienced many, many years in the past, I would do goal setting and then I would give up on those goals. And I would stop goal setting for a while and then I'd go back to it. And so most people who have had great great success in their lives will tell you that they attribute a lot of that success to knowing exactly what it is 
they're trying to achieve, what exactly what it is they're going after in life. And goals help you to actually achieve those things. So I want you to check out the links that I have. I have this time, I actually have a special gift for you. I have a smart goals worksheet for you. So check out the link that I have, or you can go and visit www.activatepurpose.org and you will be presented with um, an opt-in where you provide your email address and we will send you the worksheet along with a couple of other goodies to help you in the process of setting your goals. I wish you the best as you go through this process and I look forward to hearing about your goal setting success. Please leave comments in the um, where you can do reviews on the podcast. And if you find this information valuable, absolutely share the link with others. I love you. I am constantly thinking about you as you are on your journey to living a life on purpose. I'll catch you in the next episode.